Chapters 1 through 4 of the Gospel According to Mark from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Ferrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 1 The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, Son of God, as Isaiah the prophet wrote. Lo, now I will send my messenger before your face, who shall prepare the road before you. A voice proclaiming in the desert, Make ready the road for the Lord, make his paths smooth. John, baptizing in the desert, was the one who came and proclaimed a baptism of conversion for freedom from sins. And all the people of the district about Judea and Jerusalem went out to him, and were all baptized under him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he lived upon locusts and wild honey and he preached, saying, There comes after me a mightier than I, whose shoelace I am not even worthy to stoop down and untie. I certainly baptize you in water, but he will baptize you in Holy Spirit. It was in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee, and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately upon ascending from the water, he saw the heavens part asunder, and the Spirit in the likeness of a dove descended upon him while a voice from the heavens said, You are my Son, my Beloved, in whom I delight. Then at once the Spirit drove him to the desert to be tried by Satan for forty days, and he was in company with the wild beasts, but the angels ministered to him. After the betrayal of John, Jesus came into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God, and saying, Because the time is completed, and the kingdom of God is near, be converted and believe in the good news. When walking along the shore of the lake of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew his brother throwing a casting net into the lake, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Come, be my followers, and I will make you fishers of men. And leaving their nets, they immediately followed him. Then proceeding a little further, he saw James the son of Zebedee and his brother John, they were also in the vessel, mending their nets, and immediately he hailed them. Then, leaving their father Zebedee in the vessel with the sailors, they went after him. He then proceeded to Capernaum, and entering the synagogue on the Sabbath, he taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his manner was like one possessed of authority, and not like that of the professors. There was also in the synagogue a man in possession of a foul spirit, and he called out, exclaiming, Ah! What is there in common between us and you, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know what you are, the Holy of God. Jesus then commanded him, exclaiming, Silence, and go out of him. And the foul spirit, convulsing him and shouting with a loud voice, left him. Then they were all astonished, so that they questioned one another, saying, Who is this? What is this new teaching. Why, he even commands the foul spirits authoritatively, and they obey him. And the report concerning him rapidly spread throughout the whole region of Galilee. Then immediately quitting the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon and Andrew, together with James and John. Now the mother-in-law of Simon lay prostrate there with a fever, and they at once told him about her. So approaching and taking hold of her hand, he raised her, and the fever instantly left her. She then attended to them. 
afterwards when evening arrived they brought to him all those suffering from sickness as well as the demoniacs and the whole town was collected about the door he accordingly cured many of those suffering from sickness and various mental diseases and expelled many demons but he did not allow the demons to speak because they recognized him rising up very early in the morning before daybreak he departed into a desert place and there prayed simon and the others who were with him however followed in search of him and having found him they said to him all are in search of you let us go to the neighboring villages he answered them so that i may also preach there for this is the purpose for which i was sent and throughout galilee he preached in their synagogues and cast out demons then a leper came to him pleading kneeling and saying to him if only you will you are able to cure me then jesus full of pity stretched out his hand touched him and said i will be cured and while he spoke the leprosy left him and he was cured then at once dismissing him he sternly enjoined him to take care and say nothing to any one but go present yourself to the priests and as an evidence to them offer for your purification what moses commanded taking his departure however he began to proclaim all and to report the matter broadcast so that he was not again able to openly enter the city but kept outside in desert places where they came to him from every quarter chapter two he entered capernaum again however after some days and it was reported that he was in a house a crowd accordingly collected at once so that there was no room left not even near the door and he expounded to them the message and they brought to him a paralytic carried by four men but being unable to approach him because of the crowd they removed the roofing where he was and effecting an entrance they lowered the rug upon which the paralytic lay then jesus observing their faith said to the paralytic child your sins are removed from you some of the professors who were sitting there however began debating in their hearts who is it that blasphemes in this way who can forgive sins except god alone jesus at once perceiving in his spirit that they thus debated within themselves asked them why are you debating in your hearts in this way which is easier to say to the paralytic your sins are forgiven or to say arise take your rug and walk but in order that you may see that the son of man possesses power upon earth to remove sins he now said to the paralytic arise i tell you take your rug and go to your house and rising up at once and lifting his rug he went out in the presence of them all so that all were in ecstasy and praised god exclaiming we have never seen anything like this he afterwards went out again by the lake and all the crowd coming to him he taught them and as he was passing along he noticed levi son of alphaeus sitting at the custom-house and he said to him follow me so starting up he followed him and it transpired that when he reclined in his house many tax-farmers and sinners reclined with jesus and his disciples for they were many who followed him but the professors and pharisees seeing him eating with the tax-farmers and reprobates said to his disciples why does he eat and drink in this way with tax-farmers and blackguards jesus on hearing this answered them the healthy have no need of a physician but those who are sick 
I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. And when the disciples of John and the Pharisees were fasting, they came and asked him, What is the reason why the disciples of John and those of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Can the groomsmen fast while the bridegroom is with them? asked Jesus in reply. During the time they have the bridegroom with them, they must not fast. But a time will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they can fast in those days. No one patches an old cloak with a piece of new felt. But should this be done, the new patch would tear itself from the old and make a worse rent. And nobody pours new wine into old wineskins. But if done, the new wine would burst the skins, and both the wine and the skins would be wasted. On the contrary, new wine must be put into new skins. Once, as he was proceeding through the cornfields on the Sabbath day, his disciples, while walking along, began plucking the ears of corn. Look! exclaimed the Pharisees to him. How they are doing on the Sabbath what is not allowable! Did you never read, replied he, what David did when he had need and was hungry, he as well as those who were with him? How, during the time that Abiathar was high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the shewbread, which was permitted to be eaten by none but the priests, giving also to those who accompanied him? The day of rest, he added, came for the sake of man, not man for the purpose of the Sabbath, so that the Son of Man is also master of the Sabbath. Chapter 3 he entered the synagogue on another occasion, and there was a man who had his hand paralyzed. They accordingly watched him to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath day, in order that they might inform against him. He then told the man who had the withered hand to stand up, and of them he inquired, Is it allowable to do good on the Sabbath, or to do harm, to save life, or to take it? But they kept silent. Then, looking round upon them with indignation, being grieved at the stupidity of their hearts, he said to the man, Extend your hand. He accordingly extended it, and his hand was restored to its natural condition. The Pharisees then went out and at once held a consultation with the Herodians against him as to how they could destroy him. Jesus, however, withdrew with his disciples to the lake, and a great crowd followed him from Galilee, and others from Judea, from Jerusalem, from Idumea, and from the other side of the Jordan, as well as from the neighborhood of Tyre and Sidon, an immense crowd, came to him, having heard all that he had done. And on account of the crowd, he asked his disciples to get a little boat ready for him, so as to be clear of the crush, for he cured many, and as many as were sufferers threw themselves upon him in their endeavor to touch him. And the foul spirits, whenever they saw him, fell before him and yelled, exclaiming, Because you are the Son of God! But he sternly enjoined them that they should not make him known. He then ascended the hill, and calling those whom he had chosen, they went towards him. And he appointed twelve, in order that they might be with him and that he might send them to preach and to have authority to cure diseases and cast out demons, namely Simon, whom he named Peter, James the son of Zebedee, and John the brother of James, these he named Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who was his betrayer. They then returned home, where the crowd again collected, so that they were unable even to eat bread. 
and his relatives on hearing it went out to secure him for they said he is mad and the professors who came down from jerusalem asserted he is possessed by beelzebul and he casts out demons by means of the prince of the demons then calling them and addressing them in parables he said how is satan able to expel satan for if a kingdom is divided against itself that kingdom cannot exist and if a house is divided against itself that house cannot hold together and if satan goes to war against himself and remains his own enemy he cannot reign but be deposed no one can enter the house of the strong one and plunder his furniture unless he first overpowers his strength and then he may loot his house i tell you indeed that all the sins of the sons of men will be pardoned as well as the blasphemies with which they may blaspheme but whoever blasphemes against the holy spirit has no release in the present age but is guilty of a perpetual sin because they said he is possessed of a foul spirit his mother and his brothers came and while waiting outside they sent him an invitation and some in the crowd seated round about him said see your mother and brothers outside are asking for you who he asked in reply to them are my mother or my brothers and looking over those who sat round about him he exclaimed here are my mother and my brothers for whoever may do the will of god the same is my brother my sister and mother chapter four at another time he again began to teach by the lakeside and a great crowd collected to him so that entering the boat he took his seat there upon the lake while all the crowd were upon the shore and he taught them much in parables saying to them in the course of his teaching listen the sower went out to sow and it happened that while sowing some seed fell by the roadside and the birds came and devoured it another part fell upon a stony spot where the soil was shallow and it at once sprouted because there was no depth of soil but as soon as the sun had risen it was scorched and because it had no root it withered and some again fell among thistles and the thistles grew up and choked it and it produced no grain some however fell upon good soil and springing up it produced grain and increased yielding one thirty one sixty and one a hundredfold he then exclaimed whoever has ears to hear let him listen when he was in private those who attended him and the twelve asked him about the parable it is given to you he answered them to become acquainted with the hidden meanings of the kingdom of god but to those outside all is in parables that seeing they may see and will not perceive and hearing they may hear and will not comprehend otherwise they would turn back when their sins would be forgiven them do you not understand this parable he asked them then how will you understand all the parables the sower sows the message and these by the roadside are those in whom the message has been implanted but when they receive it satan immediately comes and snatches up the message which is scattered in their hearts and so likewise that which fell upon stony places are those who receiving the message at once accept it with delight yet possessing no root in themselves they are temporary then when trouble or persecution comes by reason of the message they immediately fall again 
these sown among the thistles are those who accept the message but the anxieties of this age the seductions of wealth and the admission of other inordinate desires choke the message and it becomes unfruitful on the other hand these sown upon good soil are those who receive the message and clinging to it yield fruit some thirty some sixty and some one hundredfold why is a lamp brought he proceeded to ask them is it to be placed under the corn measure or under the bed is it not rather in order that it may be placed upon the lampstand for there is nothing hidden that cannot be revealed nor so concealed that it may not come into view whoever has ears to hear let him listen he also said to them be careful what you listen to with the self-same measure with which you measure it will be measured to you and applied to yourselves for gifts will be given to whoever possesses and from those having nothing whatever they have will be taken away he further said to them the kingdom of god is thus it is like a man who throws seed upon the ground and sleeps and rises night and day the seed sprouts and grows up yet he knows not how the earth by its own action yields grain first the blade then the ear then the full grain in the ear but when the grain is ripe he immediately sends the reapers because the harvest is ready continuing he said to what shall i compare the kingdom of god or in what allegory shall i represent it just by a grain of mustard seed which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds which they sow upon the land but when it grows up it is the largest of all garden herbs and produces great branches so that the birds of the sky can take shelter under its shadow and by many such allegories he often spoke to them the message as they were able to listen to it indeed he spoke nothing to them without an allegory but in private he explained everything to his disciples when the evening of that day arrived he said to them let us go over to the other side then leaving the crowd they took him away as he was in the vessel although other boats were with him and a very heavy gale began to blow and the waves rushed into the boat so that it was rapidly filling and he himself was at the stern lying asleep upon a cushion they accordingly aroused him exclaiming teacher do you not care if we perish and having woke up he restrained the wind and said to the sea silence be still the wind then lulled and there was perfect calm why he asked them do you doubt in this way how is it that you cannot yet have faith but they became terrified and said to one another what can he be for even the wind and the sea obey him the end of chapters one through four recording by mark penfold